Well, good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Jen A. from Colorado, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, January 20th, 2022. It's 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and today we're reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the chapter titled, A Vision for You. We're on page 160. And we're on the very uh, last paragraph on that, par- on that page, the third paragraph. And it begins with the very practical approach to his problems. We're going to read that one paragraph and comment on that one paragraph only. Today's readers are Team Thursday. Marge E. has the 12 steps. Tully B. has the 12 traditions. Our readers of the text are Katie G., Liz T., and Leah S. And our newcomer readers are Rita P., and our second hour moderator is Nancy P. The reference numbers for yesterday, Wednesday, January 19, 2022, for a 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time was 18,428. That's 18428. And then the 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting was 18,430. 18430. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. OA's fifth tradition states that each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. And at A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Marge E. to read the 12 steps. Thanks so much, Jen. This is Marge E. from Massachusetts, the 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will in our lives, over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters 
and practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service, and I pass. Mm. I will now ask Kelly B. to read the 12 Traditions. May I be heard? Yes, you may. Thank you. This is Tuli B. recovered in California. Number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one authority. A loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience, our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive orator who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought to never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, list problems of money, property and prestige, divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought to never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, and COA name ought to never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all of these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me read. And I'm out well, thanks that. so much. <laughs> thanks, Marge E. and Tuli B. We appreciate your service. Well, this is how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and the literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirements for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. So to share, you'll press star one to unmute your phone. And once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass and then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. So today we're resuming our study in the chapter entitled A Vision for You. It's in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, located on page 160, the third paragraph, and I will now ask Katie G. to begin reading. Good morning, Katie. Hello, Jen. Katie G. Recovered Compulsive Eater in Boston. The very practical approach to his problems, the absence of intolerance of any kind, the informality, the genuine democracy, the uncanny understanding which these people had 
were irresistible. He and his wife would leave elated by the thought of what they could do now for some stricken acquaintance in his family. They knew they had a host of new friends. It seemed they had known these strangers always. They had seen miracles, and one was to come to them. They had visioned the great reality, their loving and all-powerful creator. Let me get my timer going. Um, Moment of transparency. This is the biggest paragraph I've ever seen, and it references so many different parts of our book. So let's begin the very practical approach. So when I came into the rooms, it took me a long time to get desperate, dying, and doomed enough to know that my answer was God, and I didn't want the answer to God to be God. And the only way I could get to God is this practical mm-hmm. approach, the 12 steps. The absence of intolerance. So in the spiritual experience, it talks about The only thing that's going to keep me out of here is contempt, intolerance, disdain prior to investigation. So if I'm the I know guy, if I'm the big, big book thumper, I ain't going to learn nothing. The genuine democracy. So that brings us to um, the vessel, right? So we've got people on top of the vessel and the ship and then people on the bottom. But you know what? The ship is in the water, and we're all being rescued. So we're walking shoulder to shoulder. And what these people had, what people in whom the problem has been solved, not eating, but my alcoholism. So yes, I must abstain from my compulsive foods, ingredients, and behaviors. But I must have a solution to my alcoholism, which is present, right? And you all continue to guide me back to God, these 12 steps. And it's, it's irresistible that I can go deeper today in my experience with God. And I have a primary purpose. I've always wanted to be someone. Before I started eating and I needed a bite, I felt like I was somebody else at some other time doing something else with some other people. And I was an empty shell before I took that bite. That was my alcoholism. But do you know what's happened to me as the result of these steps? I've transformed, not in the outside, not that I'm not super sexy and attractive, I joke, but on the inside. The age of miracles is upon us. I have been transformed into a woman who could not get out of bed in the morning to a woman who has a relationship with the great reality. I have discovered that deep down inside of me is a God who loves me so much. He's given me a primary purpose, which is to stay abstinent and to help God's kids in the way he assigns through these 12 steps and all of you. With that, I do pass. Thanks, Katie. Just on time. Awesome. All right. Well, we value everybody's experience on the paragraph that we just read this morning. We do ask that you limit your share to every third day. That way other voices can be heard and they can share their experience too. So who would like to share on what was read today? Eileen. 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 
Melissa St. Louis. Yes, Janet Bay. Jamie. Janet. Somebody between Jamie and Janet. I, I heard you but didn't grasp your name. Say it again. Amy Amy, thank you. And then there was somebody else when Amy was giving her name. Say it again. Nancy R. Nancy. Huh, we got everybody. Woohoo. Okay, now there's going to be more room to share um, after these ladies are done. So this is who I have for now. I have um, Eileen, Melissa, Jamie, Amy, Janet, and Nancy. Give me the first initial of your last name when you're up to uh, just pitch, and that would be great. Go ahead, Eileen. Eileen, press star one. Great. Can you hear me now? Absolutely. Hello. Go right ahead. Cool. Great. Yes, this is Eileen D. Good morning, everyone. I am from Maryland, and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Um, what a great paragraph. What a wonderful day to start Thursday. Um, I honestly, I, I just warmed my heart to read this paragraph because I remember walking into the rooms of OA um, and, and feeling like this, this huge concrete wall was, was just kind of crumbling. And it was a, a wall that had been built by me over the course of my life where I protected myself from people because people I thought hurt me or I was a very sensitive person to the point where a food was my friend food was my, my BFF, and, and yet it didn't last, and, and then I was lonely. And so when I was 12-step by a lovely young lady into the, the, the rooms many, many years ago, um, I remember walking in thinking, this is different. These guys are different. What do they have? And what they had was fellowship. They had um, they didn't have an agenda. They didn't. <laughs> I just moved from a, a Midwestern city to Washington, D.C., and everyone had an agenda, I thought. So I was just kind of blown away by, you know, the camaraderie. And uh, uh, people talked about food you know, like I did. Like, you know, they had to put it down. And it just made such a difference in my life to the point today where I look back and I think how the steps really gave me this beautiful, loving relationship with my God. And I walk it every day because of the program and the steps and the great reality. Um, and it's all because of you guys. I just, you know, there were laughter. It was laughing meetings. I mean, talk about laughter. No one ever laughed around food with me. You know, they would padlock the food. You know, they, they just didn't want me around food. So I, I just, I just can't thank you all enough for, letting me share and for having this meeting and uh, what a great vision. So thanks a lot. I pass. Thank you, Eileen B. from Maryland. Up next is Melissa C. and then Jamie. Morning, Lisla. Hey, Jen. Good morning. Thanks so much for your service. I'm going to start my timer. My name is Melissa C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater and I live in New York and I love this paragraph. Um, I love how Okay, this is practical. This is not going to be um, just a bunch of theories that I can't actually put into practice in my life. And, you know, that's what's demonstrated. That's what people, you know, who had what I wanted demonstrated, that they were just, they were living this. And, 
You know, the other thing I love in this paragraph is this fellowship is comprised of understanding, tolerant people that that are warm and loving and offering friendship. And and that draws people in when we show up in places and people are kind and not above us, but right beside us, um, offering friendship. You know, strangers become friends, true friends, and um, and to me, this is this is the atmosphere that allows people to get well. I'm I'm always always drawn in by mentioning of friends. Um, I, I we are friends here, sponsors and fellows. You know, aren't surgeons? We don't work on other people. But we work with people, and um, you know, I think people have the best chances of getting well when they have three things offered to them. You know, one is accurate information, like who you are and what you have. Like that was really important for me. I needed somebody to like explain, so that I was like, oh, that's it. And then two, clear directions, like practical directions, not just a bunch of theories, but things that I could put into action right away. And three, love and support, you know, that this, I was never able to solve this food problem on my own. Um, This is not an independent study where you go off and do these things in isolation, but, um, but done together and with support. And my experience in this program confirms this, you know, Many people don't get it the first time. You know, I didn't get it the first time. But thank God that I had a place where I could go to where I knew I wasn't going to be treated as less than. And in my head, you know, when I had walked out the doors and regained weight, I was full of shame and I didn't want to come back in. I wanted to come back in a victor. And when I walked in the doors, head hung low, crying, really crying, people reached out to me with a tremendous amount of love, and and they gave me, you know, direction, support, and care, and um, thanks with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Melissa C. All right, up next we have Jamie, and then Amy. Hey, Jamie. Jamie, press star one. Janie, we still can't hear you. Maybe I got it wrong. All right, this is what we're going to do. Amy, if you're ready to share, we'll go ahead and take you next. And then, Jamie, if you uh, are having problems or if I heard you incorrectly, we'll get to you next. So, Amy, press star one. Good morning. This is Amy. Can I be heard? Yes, you can. Thank you so much. All right, great. Thank you so much for your service. Um, Hi, this is Amy L. from Michigan. I am a compulsive overeater. I'm on step 12. Um, When I first came to OA, I was at my absolute lowest point. I I felt like I was dying inside because I felt like I would never get over this desperate need to get better. And I, I had tried everything and I had done everything. And I was, I was just, I needed something else. And when I came in the rooms and I first heard, you know, how the connection with God and everything, I said, oh, this is going to be easy. I already know God. Um, 
but I was very naive and I didn't know God anywhere near to the level that I needed to. Um, you know, I went to church, I teach Sunday school and everything, but I wasn't spending the time I needed every day and I wasn't talking to fellows and doing the steps and everything. And through doing the steps, I have created this incredibly um, close relationship with God. Um, and I'm so, so very grateful. I'm like tearing up now just thinking about it. Um, you know, even this morning, you know, I get up early every single day. I would have never thought about getting up early. It's how late can you get up and still make it to work on time. Um, but I got up this morning and I did my devotional and I sat and I did my quiet time and I just tried to get closer to God and I actually got something from God. It is a door opening for me, a door opening for me. And I have so much hope. I have so much hope in the world and what is to come. Um, you know, I have a far, I have a long way to go. I have a long way to go. I'm not done yet, but I'm so grateful for this program. I feel like it saved my life. I think it saved my marriage. I think it saved my job. I think it saved everything because without it, I just don't know where I would be. So I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. And I thank you. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Amy L. from Michigan. All right, we're going to circle back to Janie. Janie, if, uh, if I heard a Janie and you're on the line and you'd like to share, press star one. And if not, we're going to move on to Janet B. All right, Janet B, go right ahead. Hi, good morning, Jan. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm Janet B, recovered from compulsive eating in New Jersey. I love that line. They had seen miracles and one was to come to them. And when we think of miracles, we think of, I don't know, things like Moses, you know, waving his hand across the Red Sea and the seas part. But they talk about us getting miracles. So like, what even is a miracle anyway? And I looked it up once and it says, a surprising and welcome event that is considered to be the work of a divine agency. Well, like for me as a compulsive eater, like what is that surprising and welcoming event? Is it just the removal of the food obsession? And I don't think that's what they mean. Um, on page 25 of our book, it says that we've had deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude toward life, toward our fellows, and towards God's universe. And that the central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. And to me, I think that's what's miraculous, what the miracle is, that like God coming down from heaven or wherever God hangs out and entering into my heart and my life and setting up shop there. And then like, what does he do? He does a renovation job on my heart so that my selfish, self-centered priorities become more like his priorities. So that me only concerned about myself, I become concerned about other people. And, you know, my just selfishness is replaced by his love for life, for my fellows, which are his kids, and for his world. Like, I think a miracle is when God comes down and actually changes the soil of my soul so that the illness of compulsive eating is uprooted and can't live there. As long as I'm selfish and self-centered, um, the illness is going to stay. But when God does his renovation job on my heart, the illness has to leave. It's like getting a spiritual eviction. 
And the way we get this that our book offers us is by surrender. One day at a time, one step at a time, I do God's will as best I can and trust him with the results. And when I do that, you know, this program tells me I can expect miracles. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Thanks, Janet B. Up next, we'll have Nancy R. And then after Nancy, I'll take another list of names. All right. Good morning, Nancy. Hi, this is Nancy R. from Illinois. Uh, good morning. So this is the first time I've shared on Vision for You. And um, I'm so grateful to be sharing on this um, on this paragraph. Um, so much of what we read in this paragraph is what I experienced um, in this program for years and specifically what I experienced on this um, um, Envision for You and, uh, you know, the practical approach. Thank God for the practical approach. And that that's the way the paragraph begins and the paragraph ends, you know, with the great reality and there, uh, the finding of my higher power and getting closer and closer to my higher power as I work these steps and I become a part of this community and um, the hope that is in this paragraph, I feel in my heart and my head. And um, I, that's all I have. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Nancy R. from Illinois. Glad you pressed star one with us today. All right. We love hearing new voices. So we're, um, and then just go ahead and press star one to remute your phone if you're not muted. Um, so we're resuming our study in A Vision for You, the chapter, page 160, the third paragraph. It begins with the very practical approach to his problems. Who else would like to share on the paragraph that was read today? On Ed. On. Donna Francois. Loretta Okay, hold on just one second. I got Donna, then somebody else was in there. Then I got Loretta and Christina. Who was the person in between Donna and Loretta? Ali. Is it Ali? Alice. Alice. Okay, I'll write it down how I heard it, but then you can give me the spelling. That would probably be great. Then people can find you on the list. So I have on M, Donna, Elise, Loretta, Christina, Angie. Who did I miss, please? Well, I know I'm not perfect, but that was good. Okay, well, we'll try this group. Oh, sorry, who was it, Dawn? Yeah. Okay, thanks, Dawn, for speaking up. Okay. All right, you guys, give me the first initial of your last name when you get up to pitch. Uh, I have on M, Donna, Elise, Loretta, Christina, Angie, and Dawn. So we'll see if see if I got it right this time. Hey, Ann, how are you? Go right ahead. Hi, Jen. How are you? This is Ann. I'm here. Recovered compulsive overeater in Ireland. Can I be heard? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Go right ahead. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Jen, and thanks for your service. And uh, again, yeah, there's so much hope in this. And. Uh, I love, you know, the part where it says a practical approach to his problems. And that's what I need because 
when I came into recovery, I didn't have a clue about recovery, but more that I was so in this disease and anything that was practical was just non-existent. You know, I just did complex, everything had to be done, you know, to really complicated phase. And yeah, it just shows me, you know, that there is a miracle here. There is, you know, somebody to show me. And given all this, you know, it's deep for me in love and kindness, you know, it says here, the absence of intolerance of any kind. And, you know, that is just when you come in battered, beaten and broken. And at the, you know, the point of the, the ter- or the jumping off point, you definitely need somebody to be kind and definitely to be tolerant. And, you know, I just love the way it says, you know, gen- genuine democracy. And that just makes me feel equal, makes me humble, you know, an uncanny understanding, just unusual understanding. And, yeah, just so, you know, it's just like where, where you know, I come in battered, beaten, and somebody has... um. Somebody has showed up and somebody's willing to share their experience with me that is that was just like me, um yeah and willing to um willing to help me and willing to show me how they got well, and and I love the part where it mentions any paragraph that mentions about a miracle, my eyes just shine and light up, you know it's just that miracle I'm looking for, which is what I found in this program, you know it's 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 that it's that where it says at the end here, uh they had visioned the great reality their loving and all-powerful creator. And for me, that's the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow that I need to find every single day. And that's where I get my recovery. That's where I get, you know, free from the food, free from the mental obsession, uh, get guidance around my life, you know, to navigate in this world, uh, to be at peace with everybody, to be at harmony with myself and the rest of the world, and, and to be of service and to have a purpose, a real purpose. You know, and to be happy, joyous, and free, and that is exactly what I've gotten from this program, and continue to get. But it takes, you know, I've heard it a few times on this line: freedom is not free. Certainly, a price to be paid, but well worth the price to be paid. So, with that, I pass, and thank you again, Jen. Ah, oh, thanks so much. Good to hear from you, Donna. You're up next. If you'll give me the first initial of your last name this morning, please, and thanks. I'm Donna M. from Toronto, Canada. I think there were two Donnas. Um, uh, I'm grateful today to be on the line to share on this passage. May I be heard? Yes, ma'am. Go right ahead. Okay. The part that talks about they knew they had a host of new friends. It seemed they had known these strangers always. I think that's talking about the power of the fellowship. And that is certainly very, very powerful. But the next part, um, the vision, the great reality, their loving and all-powerful creator. And and the part that talks about um, they've seen miracles. Those are the miracles of the spiritual experience. And so there are two powers, the power of the fellowship and the power of the spiritual experience. And we need both powers to recover. You know, for years, um, I thought that I could um, I could recover from compulsive overeating on, on the fellowship alone. And today, I'm truly grateful that I've seen um, the miracle in myself that after 29 years of struggling in and out of these rooms, 
but today I'm coming up um, next month on two years of, of recovery. And um, I'm just very, very grateful. And the importance of spreading that message to other people of the very practical approach to these problems, the solution, which is a program of the steps. Thank you so very much. Ah, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Donna M. from Toronto, Canada. Elise, okay, good morning to you. You want to spell your first name for us so we can find you on the member list and give us the first initial of your last name. That would be awesome. Elise? get it wrong let's see maybe I'm saying it wrong good morning can you hear me okay yeah there you are can you spell your first name give us the first initial of your last name that'd be great it's Ellie it's A-L-Y like Yankee Elise S from mid Florida okay you have kind of a funny connection it's going in and out so let's go ahead and try it and see what happens I'm going to walk outside the door. Okay, good. Thank you so much. And then I'll start your timer. (laughs) Go right ahead. Can can you hear me better? Yes, ma'am. Go right ahead. Thank you. Well, today's got to be the beginning of a new era or a new time for me. I've been in OA for probably November of 19 and thought I knew what I was doing and did all the work with my head, but probably not with my heart. And when this paragraph was read, and I never broke down a paragraph like this in my whole life, maybe I just didn't understand that reading was about each separate word. I've been um, been difficult the last couple of months i'm still in a thing what they call long haulers for covid so when it came to the approach and the problems and i just uh, this whole paragraph has just pulled me in to a vision for you i mean i've been on it a number of times but never spoke or maybe once and i just got that it's all about the people that are in here, my higher power. It's, it's everything in life. It isn't just about the food. It's about your every moment that you live. And I'm starting to understand that. I don't have control. But I'm being led by my higher power or my God. And it's uncanny understanding a genuine democracy if you take this whole paragraph it has to do with everything that's going on in the world today along with this family that i now have it's i didn't know have an idea what i was going to say but it's just coming out so easy and i this these host of friends um yeah, and then known these, never known these strangers, or will always know these strangers. It is just a beautiful paragraph. And what the the best thing 
that we turned to this paragraph this morning when I was confused, when I wasn't, un, I was unsure of what I was doing, trying to do with the food. But it's about every moment, not about a whole day, but the, a step, moment by moment, that God is hearing me and listening to me and sharing all these people with me. Thank you so much for being here for me. Um, I hope to be more a part of this program and share more often. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. I pass. Thanks so much, Elise. A-L-Y-S-E, last initial S from Florida. Thanks for stepping out the door with the heartful of courage. No, no, that's Elise. A-L-Y-C-E. Oh, thank you. Yes. Okay, I want people to be able to find you on the membership list. So A-L-Y-C-E-S from Florida. Thanks for stepping out the door with a heart full of courage so we could hear that beautiful share today. God's transforming. All right, Loretta, you're up next, followed by Christina. Good morning, Loretta. Good morning, Jen. Cheerio. This is Loretta H. from Raleigh, North Carolina, recovered with God's grace and mercy today. And everybody, thank you for saving my life today, along with my precious God. Oh, this paragraph is about relationships. Um, which is something I had to learn how to do um, because I didn't have any. And um, it's, uh, it talked about democracy. And I looked up democracy, and it's the practice of the principles of social equality. And, of course, when you're selfish, there is no equality. It's all about me and what I need and what I want. And this fellowship and because I do have today a relationship with my creator, I have a relationship finally with myself and then I get to practice a relationship with others because um, it talks about principles and in both tradition 12 and step 12, the word principle is used and I didn't know about principles. I just knew about how to get or want or um, work on what I needed. And today, I have to know who God needs me to be. And in finding, which I love in this on 158, in finding God, I found myself. And with that, as when I first walked into the rooms, I did not know about love or how to, what love was about. And you helped me learn to love myself so that I could love others. And this is what it's all about. It's love. You know, I have faith. I have hope. I have love. And I have principles about which to tolerate my reality today without hurting somebody or hurting myself because God is directing the show. His corrective directives are what makes me work as a servant to his will. Today, I do an honest day's work. I read that in the little red book one day, and I said, oh, my God, that's what I need to do every day is an honest day's work. And this chapter and or, and everything helps, this book helps me do an honest day's work. And with that, I get to have a life beyond my wildest dreams. And with that, I pass. 
Thanks so much, Loretta H. from North Carolina. Up next, we have Christina. Christina, good morning to you. Good morning, Jen. Thanks so much for your mm -hmm. service. It's good to hear your voice. And um, this is Christina L., Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Florida. And talk about perfect timing, because I was worried that I'd be going through my area where I might not get good coverage. So hopefully everything will stay working. But I just love this paragraph and um, what just keeps um, echoing in my mind after I've read this was the absence of intolerance of any kind. And um, for <laughs> it was funny, the other, not funny, haha, but the other night, I just love how God shows up. And um, the other night I was sharing um, with another fellow about um, some intolerance that I was experiencing towards my husband and stuff. And uh, it seemed to be coming up uh, rather frequently lately. It's like every single 10th step I was doing was related to him. And um, she reminded me that, you know, I don't remember what it was that I read. I think it was something in acceptance is the answer. And um, it's just, uh, she had said that, you know, we don't have a choice. We don't have a choice to have any intolerance of any kind. Um, I can't afford to have any intolerance of any kind. And what really rings, is ringing for me is of any kind. It's not just the anger. Um, it's also the feelings of insecurity, the fear, the nervousness, the anxiety, um, the excitement of not necessarily something of um, good excitement, like something positive and wonderful happening, but also the excitement of the experiences in my lives that bring up that excitement. And um, I have to turn them over to my higher power. And I've been learning um, the last couple of weeks more about, you know, my my 11-step practices and really just trying to to redefine, not, re, not redefine, that's not the right word, but really connect to my higher power and stuff. And um, I went, recently went back to starting pra the practice of two-way prayer after hearing some, a workshop last Saturday on um, the practical approach, how the, I don't even remember what the title of it was, but um, it was, it was from a, a Father Bill W. who does two-way prayer, and it was just absolutely amazing. And just the relationships that I have experienced with coming into this program, um, like someone else said, you know, I didn't know how to have relationships, and I still don't know how to have relationships. I am fortunate enough to um, be blessed with a job today. Thank you, God. Um, that I have waited for for two years. And one of my uh, uh, friends from this program um, actually worked very, very, very close. We're like within walking distance of each other, and we get to meet each other for lunch tomorrow. And I never would have done that. And that's an example of the intolerance that I have, because even though I'm looking forward to it and want to see her because I haven't seen her in a while, you know, my mind is already playing tricks on me. Like, you know, your boss is not going to be happy if you take extra time or whatever it is. And so I'm just, thanks, Jen, um, grateful for this program and for the practical approach. 
and for all of you. And with that, I pass. Thanks so much for letting me share. Thank you, Christina L. from Florida. Up next, we have Angie and then Dawn. Good morning, Angie. Good morning. This is Angie M. as in Moon from North Texas. Uh, grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater. Uh, today, I just want to um, claim my seat and uh, commit to 24 hours of abstinence and say that I am just so thankful for God, for my relationship with God that um, just is getting closer every day when I thought that wasn't possible coming into program. Um, but here I am growing every day and I'm thankful that he has brought me into the program and specifically that today that he's brought me into a vision for you. Listening to all of you every morning is just his way of transforming my life according to his timing and his will. Um, my miracle is unfolding and I just want to say that uh, you all are making a huge difference in my life every day. So thank you. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Angie M., for showing up from North Texas this morning. So glad you're here. Keep coming back. All right. Up next is Dawn. Dawn, are you there? Hi, this is Dawn A. from Chicago, Illinois. Can you hear me? Go right ahead. Hi, Jen. Um, thank you for your service. Oh, my gosh, this paragraph is just so incredibly rich with um, just beautiful things. I love that this is a very practical approach to his problems, and it doesn't tell, talk about food. It's not about the food anymore. It's um, the absence of intolerance of any kind, which the person uh, two before me had talked about, is just really what I can relate to today because I I cannot do this without this program. Like I do not know how to have relationships and how to, I cannot afford to have any kind of intolerance in my life anymore. And because I have met a, a wonderful sponsor that has taken me through the steps again, because I have been trying to get this for many years. And I finally feel like a very, very more uh, true surrender because she directs me all the time to God, to my higher power. It's not about, and into the steps, um, it's not about the food anymore. And it's so wonderful to have people to take us through this that have been where we're at, even though they haven't eaten the food in many, 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 many years. And, um, and this new host of friends is incredible. I have friends in the OA program that have been wonderful friends to me than even friends that I've had since I was growing up. And just to have that commonality that we walk shoulder to shoulder and we do this like one day at a time, I'm finally living in steps 10, 11, and 12 and practicing them on a daily basis. And I never, ever thought that I would get to this point to where I feel comfortable and I'm feeling that I want to spend time with God with my higher power and in the steps at all times and that is the answer that I turn to and this paragraph just breaks all that down it is truly a miracle and um, I just can't thank you all enough for this beautiful meeting 
Thank you. Glad you're here with us, Don A. from Chicago. All right, so we still have time for a couple more shares here. We value everybody's experience. We ask that you limit your shared every third day so that we can hear um, other people. So who would like to share on the paragraph that we read today on page 160, last paragraph at the bottom? Joy D. Joy. Chris W. Jody. Chris W. And Jody. Okay, so I have those three people. Let's stop there. I have Joy D., Christy W., I believe, and Jody. So correct me when you get up if I'm wrong. Go ahead, Joy. Joy D., press star one, please. Good morning, everybody. Um, thank you for your service. My name is Joy D. I'm a compulsive overeater in New York. And I just wanted to say thank you for um, the reading this morning. It's funny because I'm very new, 26 days in um, OA, and I just recently got through step three with my sponsor, and we were talking exactly about what is in this paragraph last night. And I mentioned to her that uh, I've, you know, I'm under 30 days in, and it's amazing to me that um, 26 days later, I'm still getting phone calls from people from the first Vision for You um, um, meeting that I attended and threw my name out there really quickly before I ran in the door. It's still happening. Like up to yesterday, I'm still getting messages, and it's like incredible to me the amount of support that's out there. And um, also, yesterday, just learning the step three prayer, which is the first um, for me, we we did it last. I did it last night with my sponsor, and I and I think that she's listening. So I'm glad to have the opportunity to share this with you all. Um, I said the step three prayer last night, and yet this morning, I was up at a quarter to five, ready to do my meditation, ready to do my prayer. I never get up that early in the morning. So it was pretty amazing to know that when I asked last night what what my will would be for him and and I had this energy this morning and was just able to get up, get my food together, track my food, weigh and measure, do all of that stuff and have time for my practice. So I'm just really grateful and thankful and and look forward to so much more. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Joy Joy D. from New York. Glad you're on. Glad you're here. Keep coming. All right. Next up is Christy W. followed by Jody. Christy, go right ahead. It's Chris W., Chris with a K, and I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. And this paragraph was so, um, it's just so beautiful. Whoops. I'm surprised. It catches me off guard sometimes, the gratitude I have for this program, a group of people, men, women from all over the world, although actually I don't understand long distance for international, so I'm chicken to ever call anyone that's international. But um, anyway, just I can't get over that I can just pick up the phone and reach out and call someone. And they understand, they understand 
um, that hopeless feeling. They understand the um, not being able to put down the food. There, I was watching this TV um, series, series, and the psychiatrist in this hospital is uh, has an eating disorder, and you know I'm watching him. And as he's shoveling the candy bars and the sugar and donuts and everything in his mouth, hiding it. And and I just, I think um, it's exciting to see that there's something on TV about that kind of stuff. And that it, I certainly could relate to this man. And um, But that's how I feel with all of you guys. And um, And I don't know, I can always say that I'm never judgmental because sometimes I can do a 10th step because I'm listening on a meeting and and I can be so shallow sometimes like, oh, this person talks too slow. They talk too fast, blah, 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 blah. And, um, but I have a practical solution for that. I can do a 10th step and let go of that selfish and self-centeredness and, um, and just love love on people and do the sick person's prayer and it always ends up like god this you know please help this person they're sick just like i am and um anyway i just am so grateful to be here and i love you all thank you thank you so much chris w from nashville speaking the language of the heart jody we have two minutes can you share in two minutes I sure can. Can you hear me? Yep. Jody, what's the first initial of your last name? H. I'm Jody H as in house from Maine. I am a compulsive overeater. Um, two things struck out to me, and I'll be brief. Um, two things in this paragraph, that there's no more strangers. There aren't any more strangers when you come into these rooms. It's awesome. Um, and the second thing that pointed, I realized by this paragraph was not only were there not strangers, there was the immediate desire to help others. Um, and they were looking forward to helping someone else find this wonderful nirvana, if you want to call it that, whatever, uh, this heavenly place of vision and other other programs I'm sure where people can uh, find that sobriety from their food addiction. Um, I'm just so grateful for this program and for the big book and for the steps and for going one paragraph at a time. I want to help others and if I can help them by speaking and saying something encouraging to them on this line then I would say, hang in there. It does work uh, one day at a time and just be patient with yourself. And I've had excellent sponsors and I will pass. Have a great day. Perfect timing. And thanks for taking this out, Jody H. from Maine. And thank you to everybody who shared today. And we also thank you for just being on the line and being here with us um, and studying the big book. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. The share ID for today, Thursday, January 20th, 2022, 
7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the number is the following, 18,433. That's 18433. We're now going to close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Um, can I go ahead and have, let's see, I think it's Leah. Leah, can you read for me? I can. Thank you so Thanks. much. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.